0: Welcome to the Secret to My Success Show. Our guests will inspire, educate, and motivate our listeners who own a business or dream about being a business owner. Today's guests will share their stories and the secrets to their success. They have valuable insight with what they went through to start and grow their business. They will share the good, the bad, and the ugly. I promise it will be fun and valuable. Later in the show, former Major League Baseball player Luis Aliseo will be here talking to former celebrities and athletes about their transition from fame to being hands-on business owners.
1: My name is Alan Bornstein. And I'm George Cruz. I'm kind of like the sidekick, but I'm better looking, younger, and funnier than Alan. Anyways, Alan and I will be with you throughout today's show, getting insightful information. We believe you can learn from the successes and failures of today's guests. Each has unique and insightful experiences. This is the MBA program for those that graduated from the School of Hard Work and want to excel as business owners.
0: Good morning, Secret to My Success listeners. I am here with Louie. Hello, Nicole. Hi. You're jumping the gun. I have George here. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) Oh, that's George. Now we have Nicole. Hi, Nicole.
2: Hi. Good morning, everyone.
0: Good morning. We appreciate you being here with us. So we have this very special guest who has some unique insight as to small businesses that most people are totally confused, misdirected, misguided, follow internet protocol, and they're all wrong most of the time. So let's talk to Nicole Anderson. She is the President and CEO of MEND HR Solutions and of MEND Recruiting. So let's stick on the HR side first. Nicole, tell us about your business. Tell us what you do.
2: So we um, we've been in business for almost five years now, and we provide all-around HR solutions to our clients, um, not just compliance and handbooks and policies and procedures. We actually go into companies and help build strategy um, to make HR work for the company so that we can help um, generate revenue and protect profits.
0: I'm a big believer that when you're building your base and your foundation for your business, that You should have a solid foundation and having good, strong HR policies, procedures is a great way to get started. And if you look at the little gaming company in California that just agreed to pay $18 million because they didn't understand HR and all the other things that they could have avoided because it's not just upsetting people. But when you're a publicly traded company, it affects all kinds of things. So let's talk about that. You're a small business. You've got one, two, three, five employees. What's your best advice to somebody as far as setting up their HR?
2: So, depending on where the company is located, um, if the company is like Florida and in Palm Beach County and Broward County, at five employees, you need to have a handbook because you um, you can now be sued locally for violations of EEOC and ADA and you don't fall under that over 15 employee protection. Um, that the government provides. So even small businesses such as one, two, three, four or five employees, they need to have their handbook in place, they need to understand what they can offer, what they can't offer. Um, They need to ensure that they're being, you know, fair with their employees, and they're treating everybody as equally as practicable for their company.
0: What other advice would you have for a small business owner that's bringing on new employees? as far as their paperwork, their documentation, background, reference checks, anything like that?
2: So you definitely need to have, um, one, a payroll company that can help provide uh, an online onboarding process. That's the biggest thing. Uh, Employees nowadays, they don't like to do paperwork, like writing down, they like everything electronic. So having a a great payroll company that can provide you with um, online documents, you send them over, I-9s, W-4s, depending on the state, your state tax form, um, direct deposit information, that, those types of documents need to be provided to your employees along with um, whether they need a handbook or not, or if you don't have one, you need to have some type of rules and policies in place, your benefit offerings. All of that stuff you need to have up front and prepared when you're bringing on new employees. Uh, one of the things that I Um, definitely recommend is looking over your compensation and doing some market research and make sure that you're in line. You don't want to rehire a 100 times in a year. So you want to make sure that your compensation plan for your employees are are in line with uh, the market and what other people are paying.
3: Nicole, do you direct anybody on payroll businesses or do they they provide that information to you?
2: So uh, if they if they come to me and they don't have a payroll service, they're using you know, an accountant that is just doing it for them or something, I always recommend. I have uh, two or three resources that I provide to the clients. Sometimes they come to me and um, they come to me and say, okay, I need a payroll company before we even talk about anything with compliance. So I get both sides.
0: Most people don't understand the true cost of employee turnover. And when we talk to people, oh, it's expensive. And when we sit and we speak to companies and say, okay, let's figure it out. So in the state of Florida, and every state's different, you pay 2.7% of unemployment on your first $7,000 in wages. So it's based on the social security number and you pay federal unemployment at $42 for the first $7,000 in wages. And if you fill that position three times in a year, you get to pay those amounts three times and then you've upped your unemployment rate from 2.7 to something that could be higher, whereas if you did not have employee turnover, you could bring your employment unemployment rate down to one-tenth of a percent, which costs the employer $7 per employee per year.
2: So right. and And the fixed cost, a lot of people miss those fixed costs when they're figuring out turnover. They only look at uh, training hours or the hours or salary they spent, they forget about the fixed cost of the unemployment insurance.
0: So let's talk about uh mend recruiting what strategies do you put in place to make sure that you're finding the best candidates for clients so that they could actually maybe get a market ahead of place
2: so one of the unique things about our recruiting firm is we are a part of an hr firm that does recruiting so our goal is retention our goal is not just putting warm bodies in a seat so uh, our recruiting staff is trained to work with clients to Really find out the personality that works well with the managers in the business that is the, this employee is going to be reporting to. We talk about, we go through an entire process of just learning about the business and finding out what employees will work the best in the company. And we search for those candidates. We don't throw 10 to 15 candidates at a client we give the three top candidates based off of our recruiter working closely with the client. Um, So our recruiting process is extremely custom to each individual, and we do custom searches just based on our client. And in in doing that, we have had no, in all honesty, in in the last year we've had no turnover for our clients at this point because we, we don't just throw bodies
1: and in order to find those ideal clients for your recruiters do you look through social media platforms lead lists um, how do you how do you make sure that they they're not just warm bodies that you're just going to be filling in these spots by the way that's candidates not clients but that's all right let's keep going <laughs> sorry
2: i i knew what you meant I knew right. what you meant um, so one of, the, one of the things that we do is we take a very organic and grassroots approach to our candidates. We actually get involved in Facebook groups um, in the locations that our clients are recruiting for. And we build relationships in those groups with individuals. And what they do is they then begin to talk to us. We can say, all right, we're, we're po- we have this position. Do you know anybody that's interested? Um, in your area, and then we start getting leads from there. We do post the position on LinkedIn, Indeed, all your standards to see what we can get from there. But we really like doing the grassroots and organic approaches uh, because ultimately we're building a relationship with somebody that is going to build a relationship with our client. Nicole, I used
0: to to be an executive recruiter myself years and years ago. And the one thing I used to always tell our clients when they were interviewing is, don't get so excited about the candidate that we forget to make a decision if we actually really want that candidate. And one of the questions we used to pitch to our clients was ask candidates if they can create an ideal situation for a job within your company, what would it be? And if the description of the job that they're telling you about doesn't look anything like the job you wanna hire them, you probably Mm -hmm. need to run because they're not gonna be good at what you're asking them to do. What other hints or questions would you give to a potential employer before they're gonna hire somebody?
2: I would say ensure you are 100% certain of what your job expectations are um, for this role. And that is, so candidates leave within the first 30 days because of um, bad job expectations and a bad job description. So you tell them this, and then when they get into the, the organization, uh, it's not what they have signed up for, and then they leave. So we, you need to establish that up front. And also the training how is this person going to be trained and introduced to your organization um they leave uh, if somebody doesn't leave within 30 days and they choosing choose to leave within 60 to 90 it's because of training and the organizational culture
0: nicole anderson you've given us a lot of great information i'm sorry but we're running out of time we do appreciate you being here how would people reach you your website your phone number anybody's got questions i'm sure you'd be happy to help them how would they reach you
2: Um, Our website is MendHR.com. My email is Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, at MendHR.com. Or they can call us, um, 863-227-2449.
0: We so appreciate you being with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
1: Thank you
0: so
2: much, Nicole.
4: Have a great day. Speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
5: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association
4: workgroup payroll. We
6: love small business. From one part-time employee to 300, we want to be your payroll partner. If you have questions about employment taxes, PPP forgiveness, or employee retention credits, we can help. Your business can be getting up to $5,000 per employee for 2020 and $7,000 per employee per quarter for 2021. Let's talk about how that works for your business. Call 561 953-2007. Would you rather get better service and pay less or service and pay far more. It really will take less than 10 minutes to save over 20% switching to Workgroup Payroll. We make switching easy. Get the service you deserve, the price you like. If you are using a large national payroll service, we want to help you. Call 561-953-2007.
7: Hi. We're Landing Financial Group. If potential tax increases in the future have been a concern of yours and you haven't done any real tax planning, I urge you to go to planwithlanding.com and download our complimentary guide, Are You Paying Too Much Tax in Retirement? Or you can always call us at 561-229-0009. Again, that's planwithlanding.com. Landing Financial Group provides insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through A Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Good morning. Welcome to Secret to My Success. This is Alan and, and George and
5: Tom okay. Veronica. Tom
0: That's only because Mike McGann was being a little shy behind the uh, shy. Mike, come
6: on. I turn. I turned my mic off because I mean it's you. It's your show. I get it. You two are the stars. You're the
0: guy who helps us make this show actually work. You're a great guy. You can't walk well,
1: without a spine, and you are definitely spineless. What? Wait a minute. Well, I got That's nothing not on that way. one. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> we're not even going there. <laughs> Never hey, mind. But good, Tom. Good to have Tom ahead. here. <laughs> yeah,
0: Tom, thanks for joining us. We have a friend of mine, Tom Aronica, who is the president CEO of a little company called Biller Genie, and we're going to get into more about his company, but we want to learn a little bit more about Tom this morning. So Tom, tell us, where are you from?
5: I am from New York originally. I appreciate appreciate you guys having me on the show.
0: So you're a New Yorker. You don't talk like a New Yorker.
5: Oh, I've worked hard to to, uh, to, to make that subtle, but uh, (laughs) I've been from New York originally. I've been in South Florida now for, gosh, over 20 years, so I guess you could call me uh, a South Floridian at this point.
0: There you go. So what made you move to South Florida?
5: Originally came down for school. I'm a hurricane, so University of Miami is what brought me down. Uh, Started my first business, first year out of college and I never looked back.
0: So let's talk about your first business out of college. What were you doing?
5: I got into the payments business. So at ripe old age of 23 years old, um, I was introduced to the payments world. So just your typical transaction processing, Visa, MasterCard transactions. I mean, that was 2006. So if you remember 2006, there were no iPhones. And today you could process a credit card transaction on your iPhone in 15 seconds. So the uh, the industry's kind of shifted around uh, quite a bit over the years.
0: So you started your first
5: business. How old were you? I was 23 when I got into the um, to the payments business. I started my company at 25. Um, had no idea what I was doing. Those first three years of running that business, so 2008 to 11 or so, were the worst three years of my life. Um, I was working seven days a week. Twenty hours a day. It was, you know, it was everything from janitor to CEO. Um, didn't take a salary from when I started in the business to 2006. I think my first salary was in 2011, it was like 40 grand that I decided to pay myself. So it was a it was a rough, uh, r- r- rough few years there, getting the ball rolling.
1: And did people think you were crazy, Tom, for starting your own business at such a uh, young age?
5: You know, I, I I still get it. Yeah, you know, what 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 a Jobs say? Right, the the people that think they're crazy enough to change the world are the ones that actually do. Yeah. Um. You know, I had worked for uh, a lot of different people growing up. Um, right out of college, I had gotten into the insurance business, and I was helping uh, another company build their firm. And after a year and a half of slaving for them, um, they had effectively. Decided that um, they didn't want to make me a partner in the business, although I was acting like one. And I walked out that day and said, I'm never going to work for anybody else ever again. And that was really the catalyst to starting my first company, which at the time was called PCI Professionals. That was the company I started in 2008. And then we built that until it became an acquisition target and sold it in 2013. Um, That was our first real monetization event that that allowed us to sort of expand our growth opportunities and then in 2013, we had just sold, we did it all over again. So I, bought, I built another company. At this time, it was called Skybank Financial. Um, and we built it all over again and sold it again in 2017. So I would say my, my overnight success success took 10 years to build.
0: 10 years is a long time. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for a
5: while? <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Robin calling Dad to send me some money to go to Publix and buy some, some rice and beans. But um, you know that that's what it takes.
0: Tom, we've all been through it. I started my first business when I was nineteen, and uh, I've told a lot of people that I never put my title on my business card because it was easier for me to negotiate with people saying, "God, I, geez, I'd love to buy that at that price," but the owner's really a tightwad and he'll never spend that kind of money. Or if I was negotiating, <laughs> yeah, he'd never allow me that to give you that price. And it was crazy. Cause a lot of people, I'm sure you've found the same thing that when you're a young guy and you own a business, a lot of older folks in the business community don't seem to take you as seriously as you, you think you need
5: to be taken. Your thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, I was, um, one, one thing I'm really good at is, is negotiating. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, I don't think that age, what was a tremendous factor there. I think it was, um, Size of the opportunity and, and and speed of growth. You know, nobody tells you when you're going into a new business what actually it takes to, to to grow the business. Right? I I was selling for two years prior to actually starting the company. I was really good at sales, uh, but nobody told me that there was uh, a, a and you know onboarding and deployment and installation and training and support and website development and all of this that actually goes into you know, running a business. So I, you know, I've seen a lot of, at least in my experience, a lot of these entrepreneurs that are, you know, really good in their own competency, right? And and, and try to start their own business, and they forget everything that goes, uh, and perhaps not forget, just not experienced enough to know everything that goes into, you know, starting a business. So if you don't have, you know, the experience, and if you're not, um, you know, you haven't, you know, kind of cut the cloth already. There, there's a big learning curve in, in starting, at least there was for me, in, you know, in, in starting a new business.
0: So it comes down to this. We have a lot of folks that are either younger just starting out or folks that are older that are making the transition to a regular paycheck and they're now gonna go out and do this on their own and cut the cord from a regular paycheck. What advice would you have for both of those groups as far as making the big leap?
5: So I'm a firm believer in people. I think that the people that you surround yourself with and the people that you bring into the business are going to be the ones that um, catalyze how fast you grow. Uh, you know, you, I, you've often heard the terms, I say it all the time, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the wrong room. So one of the things that really helped us grow and grow quickly was when we started to invest in people and started to bring the right people into the right roles in the right seats doing the right thing. Uh, and then magically, um, everything sort of grows underneath it, right? You can't be everything to everyone. And, you know, going back to, like you said, keep your title off of the business card. Um, you know, it's just impossible to, to, to run that many things at the same time. So when we started investing in people over process, uh, that was a big, uh, jump for us. Um, and then really, you know, sort of in the to, what we're doing with biller genie today is automate as much as possible um, what we found was that you know especially if you think about why we started you know biller genie you know biller genie you know is a quick background is an accounts receivable automation platform so we work with small businesses to help them automate a lot of the busy work in the accounts receivable cycle so you know what happens when you create an invoice Uh, What happens after that? Sending the invoice out, doing all the follow-up, collecting payments, going back into the accounting software, Uh, and it's surprising that 90% of businesses worldwide still do this completely manually, right? And that doesn't necessarily mean stuffing an an invoice into an envelope and shipping it out, but somewhere along the line, it requires human intervention to perform these tasks.
0: So, Tom, let me just stop you one quick second. And I think this is really important for people to understand. Somebody comes to you and says, "Yeah, I don't really need automation. I'm using QuickBooks, and they're doing all that stuff for me." Give us your pitch. Why should they be using Builder Genie instead of going on the the old QuickBooks platform? Aside from you could never get anybody on the phone to ever help you with anything. But let's hear it.
5: So we're an added layer on top of QuickBooks, right? And so you know, I'll throw it back to you. Why, why does somebody use Salesforce instead of using an excel sheet right why do accountants use quickbooks in general as opposed to using you know yellow pads the reason is efficiency right so we're not a replacement for quickbooks we're not a uh supplement to it think of it as like a turbocharger for quickbooks so we sit on top of it and we automate all of the back office workflow associated with these things that quickbooks makes you do manually right so automation in general, any aspect of the business, whether it's expenses, whether it's, you know, CRM, accounts payable, accounts receivable, a lot of these tasks are repetitious, right? And you can either deploy uh, a, a, a computer system to manage the process for you once, or you can deploy human capital. And then what happens on the human capital side? You have to manage, you have to train, you have to recruit, there's human error, there's duplicate data entry, right? So, The argument for automation is pretty clear. The whole world is moving towards automation and and AI and machine learning. The question is, I guess, when to implement it in your business. And there's a couple schools of thought on, you know, is my am I mature enough? Is my business mature enough for automation? And what I always like to kind of say to that is that there's never a point that's too early or too late to implement these sort of systems, right, whether it be on the receivable side, payable side, any aspect of your business, it's never too early or too late because with automation, automation will scale with your business. So if you start out, you're a one-person show, and you're sending one invoice a month, as an example, if you go from 1 to 10 to 100 to 1,000, you only need one biller gene, right? If you go from 1,000 leads to 10,000 leads to 100,000 leads, you only need one Salesforce CRM, as an example. And on the flip side of that, a mature business can only accelerate their procedures. So a mature business that's been around for a long time, that has the standard operating procedures that they're deploying manually in their office, if we can facilitate handling all that busy work and freeing up those labor resources so that they, they could focus on growth or, you know, in the COVID in, in environment continuity, um, uh, you know, investing in personal capital, making payroll, we're able to shift those labor resources to areas of the business that contribute to growth. And not just you know busy work that can be handled by a computer in the background,
0: Tom, I agree. The one thing that I find is as a business owner, time is usually not your friend. There's never enough. there's always way too many things to do. and I kid around with people that tell me that they're uh, bending their own wire to make their own paper clips because they thought they saved money. so it's so much easier, more efficient to go out and buy your own paper clips and to use resources like Bill or Jeannie to bring the money into your business so you could spend more time and effort doing the things to help grow your business. With that, how would somebody reach out to Bill or Jeannie if they needed your help in growing their business?
5: You, you can find us online, Genie.com. Our phone number is 877 Biller jeannie That's 877-245-5374. Uh, we're not your typical software company, so we're very hands-on here to help you automate these procedures. What I would say is we sell time. You talked about time. You know, we don't sell software. We sell time. The time value of money, improving your cash flow, saving time, you know, from, uh, you know, the, the labor department within your organization. You know, if you, if you want to save time and you're looking to help, you know, gain back some time, that, that's what we're here for.
0: Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. We want to thank you for being here. We appreciate all your insight, information, and sharing your success with our listeners. Tom, once again, thank you for being with us. We appreciate all of your information, and we wish you the best of success with your venture.
5: Awesome. Thank you so much again for having me. Looking forward to joining back on you with a show in the future soon. You got it.
0: Thank you, sir.
4: Call Apple Insurance at 888-MY-BLUE-8 today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
5: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association.
6: When you're a business owner, accounts receivable is full of headaches. Well, your wish for relief from all those headaches has come true. And it's Biller Genie. Biller Genie integrates with your accounting software. You can use your current payment processor, create an invoice in your accounting software just like you always have, and the Genie does the rest. Companies using Biller Genie see a 40% reduction in overdue invoices. You'll get paid faster, and busy work is eliminated. Call Biller Genie now, 877-245-5374, or visit billergenie.com Your workers' comp specialist. No money down workers' comp. Pay for your coverage as you use it. Non-compliant workers' comp fines from the state of Florida start at $1,000 when you get caught. They will find you. When you have questions and need help, WGP Insurance Services will answer your call. Getting the right coverage can save you thousands of dollars a year. Call 561- 953-2007.
7: If rising taxes against your retirement has been a concern of yours, you're not alone. We're Landing Financial Group. I urge you to go and download our complimentary guide. Are you paying too much tax in retirement? At planwithlanding.com. Or you can call us at 561-229-0009. That's planwithlanding.com. Landing Financial Group provides insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through A Wealth Management, LLC.
0: Hi, this is Alan from Secret to My Success, and our next guest is absolutely amazing she's funny she's crazy she's totally educational she's (laughs) motivational i love this woman and our guest is courtney mickens with the jim moran institute of entrepreneurialship correct give us the exact name
8: so hi i am courtney mickens with the jim moran institute for global entrepreneurship that is a mouthful i know you
1: you missed a word alan i know i had to
0: (laughs) i'm sorry I, i just couldn't do it i absolutely have gotten it personally know Courtney because I'm a graduate of her program you sure are. I firmly believe I don't care how long you're in business that if you stop learning you're done got to keep growing and if you're not growing in a business you're slowing that is absolutely my methodology to what we do so we wanted to bring Courtney in to share with our listeners her program what she does because we think it's a valuable asset if you're thinking about being in business or if you're in business and you need that little motivational push to get you to the next level, Courtney and her team will make it happen for you. So Courtney, The floor is yours. Tell us about you. Where are you from?
8: Thank you, Alan. I am from Miami, Florida. Born and raised in the county of Dade. It has been a pleasure being a Florida girl. I graduated from Florida State University, so I am a Seminole, but you have- Hold on,
3: hold on. (laughs) Louie, you're from there too. Oh yeah. Great to know, sitting right next to a gray Seminole, another- It's
8: always a pleasure. Always, always. always.
3: I hate that ugly green color. Oh my gosh, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. Mm. You can't do that over
8: here. But you see, the great thing is that for my programs, it doesn't matter what school you went to, even if you did not go to school, uh, you are eligible if you have three years in business, at least five employees, and you, of course, are the leader, CEO, executive director, founder, owner of an organization or a nonprofit organization. Why? Because that's who we serve. We focus on established business owners because we have a lot of great entities that do startups, but... We don't always have people that go back in with our second stage businesses and actually get them growing. Economic growth is about the continuation of bringing in good dollars, bringing in good people, bringing in those clients so that we can continue to bring those dollars into our community. So we want to have the support for our second stage businesses. And that is what we do at JMI.
1: And what's the cost of that?
8: Our programs, our small business executive program and our nonprofit executive programs, the two that we run in Palm Beach County, are free of charge. Why? Because our donor is just that great. They wanted it to be free in the community, and they gave us the resources to be able to make that happen.
0: So tell us about your your donors. It's the Jim Moran Institute. So tell us how his name's on this program (laughs) and what they're doing for you.
8: So if you are, are familiar with Mr. Jim Moran, he was a excellent businessman and a philanthropist here in South Florida. Uh, He is the founder of Southeast Toyotas, one of the first distributors of Toyotas in the United States. So this is uh, the man with the plan when it came to Toyota. And honestly, his legacy lives on in South Florida. If you've ever heard of Mr. Moran, I've heard several anecdotes from people who met him as a child, who worked with him and every story I hear is about how this man was always on the up and up, always caring in the community always pushing for excellence amongst his associates because he never called anyone an employee, everyone was an associate and so we bring a lot of that into the Jim Moran Institute where our goal is to honor his legacy through business education, through leadership education. So
3: you got me hooked so how do I join? Where
8: do I start? It's so very easy. That's why I love you to ask that question. <laughs> you go online to our website, www.jmi.fsu.edu, and look up for our programs. You can click on and end literally put in an application for our programs. The application deadline is September 30th for the Palm Beach and all the South Florida programs. So that's Palm Beach and Broward County. And if you're not in that area, you can always go on our website. We have programs in Tampa, uh, Tallahassee, and Jacksonville as well.
0: I'm a graduate, so I know the answer, but I'm gonna ask you the question. (laughs) What separates you from anybody else sitting in a classroom, taking some sort of class on one area of business?
8: Well, that's the biggest separation. We're not just going to do one area of business. We're going to cover all aspects of your business. We're looking at your organization as is, and we need you to get it to a point where you are working on the aspects that you need, looking at your strengths, looking at your weaknesses on every level. So that's accounting, that's your operations, that's the HR, that's... uh, (laughs) We bring in people who go over your strategic planning, literally every aspect of your business. We want to help you hit, why? Because we don't know what you don't know and you don't know what you don't know, but we want to bring it in so that you have access to it.
1: Now, is that up to date with how society has been changing? Do you also help out with digital marketing?
8: Absolutely, we bring in subject matter speakers from the community, people who have businesses in this subject. So they're coming in with their expertise, we, we encourage them to bring in things that are trending currently anything that is new within their area why because we want you to have the best information possible
0: the one thing that truly impressed me is these people had incredible knowledge and your guest speakers not one of them came in there tried to sell
8: and we make sure that they don't
0: (laughs) they did not try and oh call me if you want to buy something there was nothing like that No. I've got to tell you the one exercise that we went through when I was in your class which opened my eyes was you made everybody write down on a piece of paper how they wanted to be perceived. Mm-hmm. And then you asked everybody in the room to tell us what they perceived of you. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it is <laughs> amazingly eye-opening as I'm trying to be this professional guy talking about HR and payroll. And everybody in the room says, wow, he's really funny.
6: <laughs>
0: you know, which is great. But I it opened my eyes. I needed to get a message out. I needed to get a better pitch to people as we were talking. Right. So it was so eye-opening for me, and I've met some great people. So tell me, aside from me, I want to hear about one of your worst students. You don't have to tell me who they were, but I want to hear one of your worst students and what you had to do to set them straight.
8: So, uh, you know my worst students... Are literally the ones that get too far in their head they they are scared or they are just not really focused or they feel like they're about to fail and my job as a facilitator as a person who really gets this because I'm an entrepreneur too is to encourage you in this you're here to work on your business it takes time it takes thought it takes you really honing in and being honest about where you are as a business owner that takes guts it, it, it is a scary sometimes very eye opening sometimes very very cringy process and my job is just to get you to go through it so the best students are the ones that I get to turn around from that process the ones that I get to steer away from the doubts or being afraid of working on your business you can't do it unless you do it so let's do it
0: you talk about your stage two and it's interesting because a lot of stage one businesses never get to stage two yeah. and it makes sense that you want people that have gotten that far so that you can truly make a difference yes What would be your recommendation to stage one people that might not be ready for your program? What advice would you give to them?
8: there are still resources out there for you. As a matter of fact, we partner with a lot of them. Uh, we have a group called Arrow. It stands for the Alliance of Entrepreneurship Resource Organizations here in South Florida. They're a website that you can go to. It's southfloridabiz.org. South Each and every one of those um, organizations is listed there. I would go and tackle it. Look for the things that you need. There are so many people that do workshops, that do seminars, that have one-off programs that have dollars that have angel investors that are looking for people to give this to So I always say look for the resources that are available to you. Never give up and consider taking time out, intentional time to work on your organization. You can't do it without the time.
0: That is some incredible great advice. It's awesome. I'm I'm gonna give you open mic. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us?
8: The only thing I would like to say is this. If you are looking to make your business better, no matter what stage you are in, there's a way to do it. You Be encouraged. You've got this. You can do it. Whatever your dreams are, whatever your goals are, write them down. Find ways to hone them, work on them, tweak them, and go for it. Get after it.
0: We've been asking a lot of people when they went from being either unemployed or employed to being self-employed what their family and friends thought. And it's amazing, some of the responses that we get that people are telling us, everybody said, you're crazy, don't do it. People tried talking out, talking them out of doing that particular business they wanted to do.
8: I always say that entrepreneurs are a little nuts. <laughs> we are choosing you have to be, yeah. the hard way, but there's a, there's a resiliency that I see in my business owners and especially my nonprofit leaders because they work in just so many different circumstances. If you've got that itch, if you've got that bug, if you've got that thing in you that's like, there's something I can do and I really think I could be successful at it, I say go, go for it. No one can see that dream but you.
0: I agree with you. I think most people regret what they didn't do. Exactly. As opposed to the things that they did. So for those of you that are still thinking about it, you gotta do it. You will regret the rest of your life if you did not make an attempt to try and start your own
1: business, if that's your goal. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Absolutely. Exactly. Well,
0: Courtney, we can't thank you enough for being here. We appreciate everything that you do. I personally appreciate everything that you've taught me in the organization, (laughs) and we wanted to share that with other folks. And if there's anything that we could ever do for you, please, we're here for you.
8: The same is for me, and thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure being here and being able to share.
1: Thank you so much, Courtney.
6: WGP Insurance Services. Most people don't know. When your workers' comp coverage is canceled or lapses, your insurance carrier notifies the state of Florida you have no coverage. They make it really easy for the state to find you. The state will find you, too. Please make sure you are covered. Fine Start at $1,000. They have the right to order you to show your bank statements and all related documents. It is cheaper and easier to get the most affordable coverage with no money down. Call 561 953
4: call apple insurance at 888 my blue eight today to speak to a licensed agent about your medicare advantage options that's 888 my blue eight apple insurance and florida blue call 888 my blue eight today
5: florida blue is an independent license of the blue cross and blue shield association
7: if rising taxes against your retirement has been a concern of yours you're not alone or Landing Financial Group. I urge you to go and download our complimentary guide. Are you paying too much tax in retirement at planwithlanding.com? Or you can call us at 561 229 0009. That's planwithlanding.com. Landing Financial Group provides insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through A Wealth Management LLC.
0: This is Alan, Secret to My Success, once again here with Louie and George. Folks, say hi. Hi. Today we have a very special guest. It's a guy that I'm going to blame for all the things wrong with my partner, Louie. Rod Delmonico is a gentleman that Louie has said nothing but the greatest things that he actually mentored him and actually showed him the way. So, Rod, I'm here to tell you officially, it's your fault.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Louie was like my son. Like my younger brother, he was, uh, you know, the, the most interesting story with him is when he got off the plane from Puerto Rico, he could say hi, and that was it. <laughs> and he learned to speak English in the month of August. In five weeks, at the end of five weeks, he could speak and understand a lot of English. And the one thing that he had was a photographic memory. And so he learned, I don't know, eight, ten words every day, watched a lot of cartoons. We gave him the name, the Duke. Me, John show. Wayne. John Wayne, he lo- and I love John Wayne, so we had a connection there. But what he did to prepare himself so that he was able to go to school and learn was incredible. And it's one of the reasons why he was successful. He just found a way to keep getting better, not only in baseball, but, you know, in his personal life and his education, et cetera.
0: Rod, I don't know if you know this, but Louie told me this story. He said there's only one real reason why he picked FSU because the logo had a horse.
9: I wanted to ride that big pony. Did you know that? I believe. No, I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me because (laughs) I'm telling you, he loved cowboy shows, and as soon as he signed, he went and bought some horses and land. The only thing he didn't do that I thought he would do is move out west to Arizona or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now we're stuck with here in Florida.
3: So let's hear it. So, Rod, I'm so happy um, that I was able to get you on the show, and obviously uh, you've been very successful not only on the field, uh, as a coach, as a head coach, but now you, uh, you're doing some, something different, and you're also very successful. Um, you've uh, had some uh, sex enhancement uh, clinics, right? Is that correct?
9: Well, well, we have a hormone um, company. It's uh, called Hormone Wellness Center of Texas, and we have a facility in San Antonio and one in Austin. We replace hormones in men and women. You know, We do vitamin shots, vitamins, Botox, Botox Juvederm. Um, it's sort of a wellness center. So
3: kind of give me a, a breakdown. How is that done? I mean, I'm. let's say I feel great. I'm uh, I'm an athlete, but, uh, you know, I think I'm. my, my hormone levels are perfect. And uh, I go in. Uh, run me through the process.
9: Well, what happens is right about age 29, 30, we start losing our hormones, both men and women. And they gradually go. You don't just wake up one day at 43 and go, oh, my God, I felt great yesterday. I feel terrible today. It's a gradual process. So it sort of sneaks up on you. And for a guy, you lose your energy, you start gaining some weight. You, you know, you, you, can't, you can't lose that uh, inches in your stomach because it just keeps going. And what happens is if you lose your hormones, your metabolism slows down. And when that slows down, uh, um, that's how you gain weight. You're tired all the time. You know, at 6 o'clock, you're dead tired. You can't sleep. Um, it's difficult to multitask. There's so many things that it does and what we do is we bring bring them in and our average age is 35 to 65 and we just replace their hormones and get them up to a optimum level and in both men and women and and it just makes a uh, an amazing difference in their livelihood uh, it's like they get their life back
3: Rod I gotta ask you you're a baseball guy you being a baseball guy you were soccer you went into baseball very successful how in the world you got into this
9: well, that's an interesting story, Louis. I, you know, when I was at Tennessee, I, I was very fortunate. I got some great players out of the Dominican, Puerto Rico, and Miami. My whole career, and so I was down in Miami recruiting, and and I just kind of be candid. I had I'd, I'd seen some players on TV and whatever. You know, I'm seeing these guys that are bigger, and guys that I coach or whatever were bigger, and I'm trying to think what's going on, you know. So I started researching it, and this was about 18 years ago, and. I found a place in Miami that did hormone therapy, and, and it took me a year to to sign up because I never had heard about it. it was a little, uh, you know, standoffish, but it was it was more about testosterone human growth, and you know, just how to get your life back, balance your hormones. And so I did that when I was about 43, 44, and I saw such a difference. I was able to lose weight. I had more energy. I felt better. I could multitask. I didn't get tired as you well. No, Louis. You know, as a coach, you're, you're playing a night game to get done eleven thirty, twelve one. 1. You know, it's a, it's a long day.
2: And, and so I was running time. out of gas. Yeah, Yeah, right.
9: I was drinking tons of coffee, you know, to try to keep up. So I saw what it did to me. And pretty much when I got out of coaching as I was getting out of coaching, um, I got married and I noticed that my wife needed it. We were in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I just said, hey, let's go down to this place and, and uh, sign you up. And so one thing led to another. Couldn't get the kind of coaching job I wanted, and so she had a nursing background, and we decided to open a place in, in Austin and in San Antonio. And it's been really neat because I spent my whole life coaching young players, trying to make them better so that they can fulfill their dreams. And now I'm, I'm working with older people, you know, 35 to 65, and trying to help them get their dreams of getting their life back and feeling better and optimizing what they can do with their body. Rod. has been really neat.
0: This is Alan. There's such a double standard in our world. Think about it. For how many years did they give women estrogen? And if you were a guy and you needed testosterone, it was like such a taboo. So if you think That's about it, I mean, is the playing field now a little more level that men have the ability to use testosterone and, uh, and all these other types of things that you're talking about to kind of get to where well, they wanted the, to be?
9: Absolutely. I mean, the thing that you have to understand is natural bioidentical estrogen is good for you. Synthetic is bad. Synthetic testosterone is not good. Bioidentical hormones with testosterone is good for you. It's natural. It's what's in your body. And it just raises you up to a level that you need to be and kind of gets 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 your life back, so to speak. And proofs in the pudding. We have, you know, thousands of patients that have come through, and you just see the difference that they have in in, in their personal life now because now they're balanced. They're able to help control their weight. It's pretty much you can kind of do what you want to do with it, but you do have to diet and exercise. And I hate to use the word diet. It's really just start eating healthy. Eat healthy and exercise. Start moving. And if you can do those three components, you can maximize your life. And like Suzanne Summer says, the new 40 is now 60. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to maximize your years from 40 to 60 and try to get the most out of those and healthy. You know, because estrogen has over 300 functions in the body. To, um, testosterone has over 300 functions in the body. So it does a lot other than just give you energy or sex drive or, uh, you know, make your skin oilier so that you don't wrinkle as much. I mean, there's just so many factors to it.
3: So, Rod, you mentioned you felt your wife needed it. Uh, does, does you, do you know? I mean, is it a sign? Uh, I mean, how do we know?
9: Well, yeah, there's symptoms. You have symptoms that that uh, tell you. I mean, if you're tired at six o'clock today and you can't sleep at night, and you have hot flashes and night sweats, and you have no energy, you can't multitask. There's a list of things that you can kind of sex life. Look at. Sex life goes down. Sex life goes down, absolutely. And and um, but here's the here's the connection. You got to get a lab test. You got to see what your testosterone is, what your estrogen is, what the FSH in a woman is, your B12, your progesterone, and so the lab is going to tell you where you are. And then from there, the combination of your symptoms plus the labs, you come up with a, a dosing that gets you to a level that, that maximizes your life.
0: Rod, where's where's your locations? I, I know you said Texas, but tell me where are you guys located. I've got,
9: I've got one in Austin, Texas, and then one in San Antonio.
3: What's the best way uh, that people can reach you?
9: Just, you know, go to hwcoftexas.com, and that's our website. It's got a tremendous amount of information, testimonials, uh, and you can even take the test on there and, and see if you are low uh, from the test, and then someone will reach out to you, but that, that's the best way to find out more and about what,
3: it. And what's the cost or insurance pay? How, 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 how is that?
9: Well, we, we normally go over that at, at, the, at the console. Insurance, we don't take insurance, but we're one of the few companies um, that will actually file for you, so we help file for you so that a lot of our patients do get money back but we're out of the insurance business we don't touch it so we file for you so if you get something the insurance company sends you the check as opposed to us
0: so our show is about business owners and starting businesses and growing businesses and the one thing that we hear from a lot of people is that they're working day and night they need a lot of energy they are half day employees 8 a.m to 8 p.m so what advice would you have for somebody who might be feeling a little bit low or feeling a little drained or a little weak because this process of starting a business takes a lot of
9: work. Well, it does. I had a player a few years ago; I'll never forget. And I asked him what he what, what he what he was going to do, and he said, "Well, coach, I want to make a lot of money, and I don't want to work very hard." And I said, "You just got that backwards, Claymore. Uh, you got to work work really hard and hope you make some a lot of money." And that's the thing that we re- we sometimes take a look at is a guy opens a business and oh, he doesn't work, I want to be like him, they don't realize that he might have, you know, spent 20 years busting his rear end to get that business to a level to where he can back off a little bit. I mean, Starbucks, you know, was started back in the, what, 70s? And, you know, it's been in the last 15, 18 years that everybody knows who Starbucks is. But it took a while for them to get there. Same thing with Walmart, started in the 60s. It took a while to get there. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that it takes a lot of hard work. And that's why... I love mirroring baseball, coaching baseball, with what I'm doing now because they're very similar. You have a lot of failures in baseball as a coach and as a player, and you have a lot of failures in in your business. And the principles that I learned in coaching and playing and coaching is what I've applied here. I coach. I coach my employees. We're like a team. We're like a family. We try to use the same concepts of team building with our with our organization. And it's really paid off, and it comes down to if you want to win a lot of games in baseball, and Leo will tell you this, he was on some great teams, not only in college but in the big leagues, you have to have great players. You have to have have people that know how to play the game, but then also you have to have good coaches that put you in the right position and ask you to do the right things that fit your style of play collectively so you can win a championship. And that's the same thing with any business. You have to give your guys the tools to – be the best that they can be but it first starts with the right kind of person the right attitude the right work ethic you know if you get the right people and then your system works you got a chance to build a business
0: Rod we have one last question Dawn our producer who is absolutely amazing is I think going through a little half-flash and <laughs> taking off her sweater it. <laughs> so oh, she's already been through it and through she it. really wants to know would you actually see people in Florida? Can they send you results? Can he go locally and get like blood work? Done locally, blood work, like send it abs- over to you? Over so
9: abs- absolutely. I mean, Louis has it. my number. You, you know, I could hook you up right. with our consultant and um, absolutely be more than glad to reach out. Believe it or not, we've had patients from South Africa. We have now. One from Mexico, we have them, you know, probably two and a half hours away down in the valley. We have them from Midland, Dallas, Houston. So we have them from, uh, you know, and we do have a patient from Florida. So, you know, we, we've we reached out, you know, just because of word of mouth or somebody knows somebody, and yet they come to us because they feel that we give them the best chance to Balance, Rod, I need you to take no, care of Dawn
0: for us, okay? Can you please do that for me? She's
3: flashing well, over I'll here. She's starting I, to flash over I'll here. I'll take
9: care of her. But here's the problem you got now. Once I fix her, you're not going to be able to keep up with her. So then I'm going to be getting a call going, hey, we you gotta got help to help me hey, out. we out, got f- we we to fix, yeah,
0: yeah, we we
3: fix Alan, too. Louie,
0: yeah, Louie and I might be coming to Texas for you. This <laughs> <laughs> That's
5: awesome.
0: <laughs> Listen, we are so glad you are here with us. We appreciate all the information. Louis is a great guy, and I know he associates himself with some great people. Other than myself, I think I'm the exception, but you are a good man. Thank you for being here.
3: Rod, I well, thank, really, really appreciate you it. So you much. and I have a lot you know, in the past, and you know, obviously you saw me uh, for the first time that I came to this country. Uh, not the first time, but I mean the first time I went to school when I couldn't speak the language, and you was a big influence, for not only for me, but for my brothers and sisters that you also saw after. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, hopefully you're uh, able to help continue to help people.
9: Well, I appreciate you saying that. Your family, I love your family. They were great to me. You know, Edwin and you made me a better assistant coach. And uh, I, I got a lot of accolades from recruiting your brother and coaching you. And, and you opened up a lot of doors for me, and I can't thank you enough for that. That's what's great about baseball. It's a, a team sport. And it's a team event. And... Um, It's just awesome. Thanks for all that you did for me. No, thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys.
6: Thanks for listening to The Secret to My Success on Legends 100.3. Tune in next week for more from Alan, George, Lewis, and their spectacular guests. Find the secret to your success.